Welcome to Blah Blah Podcast. Put a put a put a put a bow on it. Missile anus. Missile. Miscellaneous. Burger. Burger. King. We're the boys. Hey, mister. You want a turkey club? Did the intro play? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 106 of Blah Blah Podcast, the only show on the web that'll make you sick and tired of pop culture news. I am Jason Green, and we have a full house today. I'm Jason Green. With me, as always, is Sean Smith. You got it, dude. All right, Mary Kate and Ashley Olson. <laughs> you, said full, you said full house. Oh, yeah. God, you're right. <laughs> Dumbass. Have mercy. Everywhere you look. Everywhere you look. There's a heart. There's a fart. And also with us is the big D himself, Mike Dowling. I was going to try to make a noise. Uh, never mind. I'm trying to quote hey, full house. It didn't uh, work. The, the Snapchat video you sent where it's like your camera was... Do you have like a 360 rotating tripod or something like that for your phone? Uh, no, I, I took the uh, the head off of my selfie stick and put it on my tripod. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my it's a, it's a, it's a good clamp for uh, tripods for phones. That oh, must like have been how they shot that scene in Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> and also, also, also with us... Also. Also with us is Mr. Dan Katz. Oh, my TV. Uh... Is that a Full House reference? Yes, it was. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And lastly is returning friend, the man that everybody loves, and he's the biggest man in Japan, for Japan, about Japan, Mr. Chris Holshue. Bob Saget. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Chris, when are you going to Japan? May 13th. That's awesome, man. Bring me back something nice. Bring me back some Pocky, even though I could just go get that downtown. But still, authentic Pocky from Japan. I also bet during your time there, you will be the tallest person in the whole country. I just hope Godzilla doesn't attack. (laughs) It's Gorgira over there, so you have to make sure you hear that instead of Godzilla. Sorry, that was sensitive of me. Didn't they say that in the uh, Matthew Broderick Godzilla movie, like in the very beginning? The There's fisherman a, says Gojira because yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they, they make they make reference to it on the uh, the newscast too when uh, Kent Brockman takes over from. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Like the, all of the Simpsons were in that movie. <laughs> yeah. About when uh, when he when he reshoots the uh, the segment from the lady, he's like Godzilla. And he goes, "It's Gojira, you moron!" <laughs> what a good movie. No, I'm just kidding. I man. liked it. Yeah, I, mean, I saw it. I saw it when I was seven in theater, so I kind of was swayed. I remember seeing it at like a, a slumber party with my friends back in the day, and it just it scared me for some reason. I don't know why. I was a little wimp when I was a kid. I remember watching it and like, kid. this is Godzilla. <laughs> what? And then yeah, the it was ending, just like a Jurassic oh, Park ripoff, especially th- at the end. This is the Lost World. Oh, yeah. The ending. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Rolling, rolling. Sean Rick, get out that rundown. And let's go down what we got to talk about today. Remember when Godzilla could like hide in buildings and no one could find him? That was fun. Yeah, and he, <laughs> and he jumped in the water and it just made like a little splash. It was like bloop. <laughs> and they fucking killed him with missiles. <laughs> yeah. Well, he got tied oh, up in the me, bridge. Actually, yeah. 
That was oh. retconned, wasn't it? Now he's just Zilla, and they killed him in Godzilla 2000 or something like that? Either way, he's dead. Final Wars. Mm. See, then if you go with the animated series that followed the Matthew Broderick movie, one of his sons becomes Godzilla. Yeah, the one that survives at the end of the movie. Wait, Matthew Broderick's son becomes Godzilla? Yes. Yes. (laughs) He he was the other one in the relationship. It wasn't actually an asexual reproduction. That's a lot of I thought that was Sarah Jessica Parker. Shit. (laughs) Hey, you guys remember that scene where the scientist, uh, he sneezed into his hand and went to go handshake with him, and then he just totally ignored him? That was funny. So That's thing. a lot of fish. No, that reminds me of the scene from um, Plane, Chase, and Automobiles when Earl uh, comes up to pick up Steve Martin. And he spits in his hand and he shakes Steve Martin's hand. He's like, I'm Earl. No, 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 Jason. That wasn't his hand. That was his mouth. <laughs> uh, all right. Before everyone tunes out, let's go down what we got to talk about today. And should we talk about what we're going to be doing at the very end of the episode, Sean? Or do you think we should leave that as a surprise? You, you can tell people. Well, yeah, way to bury the lead. Yeah, you can tell I'm me too. Bury... I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, Chris, you, you're so behind. So for the past month, we've been doing March Monster Madness, where in a bracket-style tournament, we have horror movie villains facing off each other, facing off at each other, like Freddy versus Jason, <laughs> Dracula versus Pinhead, uh, you know, stuff like that. And uh, so we finished the solo episodes last week, which you ladies and gentlemen can go listen to on our iTunes feed right now. They're really good. So we have the final four fighting tonight, and we're going to finish it off at the end of the episode. Isn't that right, Sean? That is correct. But let's get... Yeah, let's get started with the regular episode portion, uh, and we'll start with this week's look at the Dung Clock. Uh, We are sitting at at 115 days left on the Dung Clock. Oh, my God. I see a lot of uh, viral... A trailer for that movie, and it looks really good. And you people have just ruined it. I saw the trailer and couldn't take it serious for even a second. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Every viral marketing piece I see, like on Twitter, they have like those, like not still frames, but it's like, like the person's still in the frame, but like the water's moving in yeah, the background. Yeah, I know. I talked about this last week. Yeah, I know, but I don't know the proper term for it. Um, I think it's motion poster. Yeah, they have the motion posters, and uh, I just I, I, I just keep laughing. I have a problem, guys. It's a done problem. Yeah, you can't produce <laughs> saliva. I know. Um, oh, yeah. I saw the trailer, and I was like, oh, it's a war movie. Yeah. It, yeah, not even a rated R one. No, it, nope. got, it got rated nope. PG-13, as expected. Yeah. But, yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, let's go to this week's DC News Minute. And he's coming! And this isn't so much a news minute. This is uh, what we're going to do is we're going to keep uh, it, it's going to be under a minute, but uh, I want everyone's opinion on the new Justice League trailer that came out uh, over the weekend. Um, okay. So we're going we're gonna to keep it timed, and Jason, you can start us off, and go. I thought it looked really cool, but I'm uh, walking in on eggshells. Yeah, I, I felt nothing watching the trailer. <laughs> uh, it looked, I, I, I think it was uh, Jay from uh, Red Letter Media who said that it, it looks like they're fighting in an empty void of nothing. Yeah, everything's black. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah, 
I didn't even see like Zack Snyder's visual style in this because like at least yeah. even in some of the shots in Batman vs Superman, even though they were completely overly processed, this all the shots were just shit flying all over the screen the whole time with no clear vision. And I was wondering, Larry Fong didn't shoot this, did he? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Mike, uh, I am probably gonna see this, but I don't care about this movie at all. But it now mm -hmm. makes me want to see Aquaman. Yeah, and Chris, did you see the Justice League trailer? Yeah, they should have finished rendering Cyborg before they put it out. <laughs> he looks like a Zune. And time's up. All right, we well, can't, that's all we can hey, talk about. I own a Zune. <laughs> you should have a side-by-side -side shot. All right. Um. So let's move on and uh, let's let's go into a short uh, non-spoiler review of the new Power Rangers movie that came out this past weekend. Uh, I know myself and Dan saw the movie. Did anyone else go out and see the Power Rangers movie? I did. No, no I didn't. I'm going to see it this weekend. So, yeah, no spoilers, please. How about you, Chris? Did you see it? No. Are you going to? No. <laughs> it's based on a better, Japanese better property. Why wouldn't you see it? Because I saw Super the original Sentai. Power Rangers, and this is like the Twilight remake of my childhood. And I don't Super think I Sentai Hour. Uh, okay, well, why don't we just uh, briefly go over our thoughts on the movie. Uh, Dan, why don't you start us off? Um, if you want to pay to sit in front of a black hole and stare at it for two hours, go see Power Rangers. Or go see Justice League. <laughs> like, so, I don't know like, if there's anything I can say that's redeeming about this movie. And I was as big a Power Rangers fan when I was a kid as anybody. Like, I had all the Zords, all that shit. Like, obviously now I don't care about it anymore. I wasn't looking at it. It's not, it didn't even pop nostalgia for me. There's like five points in the movie where people clapped. Yeah, people were like, clapping in the theater. I'm like, what are you guys clapping like, at? They're, they're ruining like, it. Not just like <laughs> one thing. There was like five points in the movie where the entire audience was clapping out loud. And I was just like... What are they doing? Yeah, that happened to me during Star Wars. <laughs> well, Shut up, you idiots. I'm trying to watch C-3PO. <laughs> and my red arm. What do you think, Sean? Uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty bad movie. Um, you know, even the, the nostalgic parts aren't even that good. And, like, I, heard, I had heard beforehand that it was a... Uh, it reminded a lot of people of Turbo, the Power Rangers movie. And if you guys remember watching that back when we... That was uh, so boring. Yeah, that's kind of this movie. It's very, very slow and boring, and none of these characters you care about. Uh, the only difference is, is that uh, there is more CGI um, than Turbo, and also there's no weird boat scene uh, in, in, in a pirate ship with being attacked well, by turtles. That's not true because there are some random boat scenes in the movie, but that's... Oh, yeah, shit, well, you're but... right. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot about um, that. But... What'd you think, Mike? I'm going to be the uh, dissenting voice. I loved it. <laughs> I fully it was, expected it, that. It was... Okay, it, it is not a good movie. I can admit that. Um, and it is slow, and it, it feels like two different movies, like the first half and the second half. Uh, just feel like two completely different movies. So it's a little fucking bonkers in tone there, but um, think? I think what I read so yeah, what I read somewhere else, which to me fit perfectly. Um, now for me, I I used to watch Power Rangers growing up. I remember yeah, next to nothing about it. Oh, I um, do. 
And I remember, I remember Jason and I, we, we tried watching it back in college. Oh, that was and so we got, funny. Like, we got Especially... like two or three episodes in and it was just fucking oh, terrible. We, 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 I don't even remember finishing the first episode. I remember when they were fighting in the first episode in uh, uh, the Black Ranger. Zach, he starts like breakdancing as he's about to fight. And we that lost. was the yeah. first episode, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember um, anything after that. I no, think we I, just stopped what, watching. What, I understand what that, I remember, and and, and I, what, I, I'll I, never I'll never say that the this show was any good. Like, of course, it's a terrible kids show. I mean, it's it's good for five year olds. And, and, and I'm also not going to be one of those people who go, who are going to say, "Oh, I don't like how they did this thing" because it was goofy originally. Anyway, what I didn't yeah. like was that I couldn't follow a goddamn thing happening throughout the movie because none of it made really? sense. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know. To, to, uh, to me, I, like, again, I what, felt what, the what story I itself made sense. It's just that it wasn't a good story. Like, it yeah, was literally it was a, every superhero origin story put into the Power Rangers as a, an origin story movie. Just, just look at look at Rita's so ultimate like, plan. What What is her plan? I thought she was rule the universe and this yeah. whatever the hell Chris but they was. yeah but, exactly the but crystal they basically, thing they take all the scenes they take the scenes of like kids getting their powers then accidentally using them then testing them out not being able to control them and then finally being able to use their powers at the end it's like every superhero movie but they did it with yeah, the power yeah that, that's what i was going to ask you guys like power rangers was never good and i mean yeah we have a nostalgic love for the very first one but that's not like a good movie so i was going to say like what makes this actually a bad movie compared to the very uh, first? Um, well, I, I don't know I mean, if it has a scale as bad movie is because I know he hated <laughs> Kong Skull Island. And I think Kong is like a six, like the perfect example of a six movie. That's like it's not bad by any means, but mm-hmm. it it's not the worst thing ever. And nothing was done terribly. To my opinion. This movie, I'd say, is like a four. Like it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Well, but it's not even average and like what they do the things that are okay don't really stack up to make something better but it's it, not it, because i'm like oh the power rangers are screwed up now no like, so it's just like really forgettable it, it's forgettable yeah. and it's very lazy a lot of like for example when i'm not going to spoil what happens but obviously as we know uh you know by the time that they can actually morph with it's another weird thing how they can't morph that's totally ridiculous <laughs> i love the joke that they made about that on red letter media oh, yeah, yeah. about that until after um <laughs> but they're having morphing dysfunction let's just put it that way. <laughs> but just the just the way that they uh come together with all their zords and fight goldar is the most ridiculous thing i've ever seen it doesn't make any sense and like I was saying about um, Rita's plan. They don't plan. even show the swords combining together. No. They actually do it in a cutaway. That's what's really funny. I'm like, really? You're going to spend all this money and save it for the big scene? And then when the Megazord shows up, it just comes out like, of a All I want goes. is to be able to at least follow how where the plot's going. And, you know, to the Krispy Kreme. To the Krispy Kreme, yeah, I know. And, uh, you know, Rita's plan is not very clear. Obviously, she wants gold because she wants to summon Goldar. And then she wants this crystal. Is this Battlefield Earth? Uh, no, it's actually Leprechaun. <laughs> oh. And then once she finally finds out where the crystal is, they never explain what she wants to use it for or what the crystal even is. I had to literally go... Uh, online to figure out what the crystal is and apparently it's the crystal from the original series that gives the power rangers their power and zordon and all them and they never yeah, explained they, that they at did all. a little bit of fudging by combining the zeo crystal and power coins and the all yeah like as a thing 
because they're supposed to be different. But because, like I the, think the, what, the rules think to this are, there's no rules to this. It's just they just yeah. make them up as they go along. Brian Cranston yeah. says that crystal can control the power to creating and destroying life in the universe. I think is what the the basic. Well, I think he said, didn't he say it was a shard of it? Like, wasn't there supposed to be multiple ones? Yeah, there's ones? one on like every planet. Yeah. The, every well, planet that has life. Looks like the but Green Lanterns. Well, no, no, no. That's well, yeah, but that's also part of the TV show too. That's what they did. They put them on different planets. But they never. Yeah, so they, they kind of explained I think they that. Kind there, of also right? in because there was a season where they, they had they glossed over it, sure, but be the real Power Rangers because the, the Power Rangers were like kids in that continuity. They had to like age back high up school. or something. Oh, <laughs> it was yeah. really weird. Well, yeah, I see what you guys mean, and you know, honestly, I was expecting the movie to be exactly reviewed like this, but I'm still gonna see it. I think it'll be fine. And they can't even play like an exciting version of the Power Rangers song in the one time they play it for like 20 seconds. Like, well, apparently yeah. they played the exact one from the uh, 95 movie. Is that oh, really? was uh, yeah, like, like it wasn't the one from the so TV weak, show, and yeah. it wasn't a new version either. It was the one yeah. from '95 that they made for the the movie with Ivan Ooze. Well, speaking of which, I've I read that they already planned like five more movies for yeah. a six movie arc in total. So. You know, I we're going to get Lord Zed. We're going to get I, I News. I can see what they're going to do. I mean, even if they don't follow it, if they don't go into the movie schedule, if they just follow the seasons, they have, like, plot beats to use as one movie. Yeah. And they're going to have the Diva Tox lady who showed her boobs in one episode. Right, Sean? Oh, yeah. Hell you yeah. You think they'll cross over with the Ninja Turtles? That'd be awesome. I mean, That's Batman's Lions crossing Gate over with the and Ninja Turtles. Paramount, so I don't know. They, you know what? I can honestly see that happen. Although the Ninja Turtles is dead now, so because yeah, the second one did do well, so Bury it. The... consider this mercy. Sean, what's next? All right, uh, moving on. Uh, Chris, you weren't here last week when we were talking about the uh, the the solo Venom movie that was announced. Yeah. Um, I'm curious what your opinions are, and also the fact that uh, Sony did announce that they they are planning on having it be an R-rated film, and they actually are planning for it to be part of a, a new R-rated universe with their Spider-Man series. So, Venom as a movie concept, especially an R-rated horror, is a great idea. But, Sony has proven time and time again that they don't know what they're doing. Ergo, I am excited. I'll see the movie. But I'm not going to kid myself into thinking it's going to be good. Yep. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I, to me, this feels like, at least from uh, you know their, the way that they're planning this out, is they're looking at the success of uh, Deadpool and Logan and going... Oh, well, not realizing why it, the, the, those two movies were successful. Going, oh, they're R-rated, so we need to make our universe R-rated. Yeah, they just want to make an R-rated movie for the sake of it and for the sake of money, but they're not going to yes. do Venom justice. But, ironically, Venom is one of those characters that an R-rated movie would do really well. It's just yeah, but they're probably just going to cast Topher Grace again. <laughs> No, you know, not. do something really oh, stupid. Oh, absolutely. They're going to blow it on every level and just totally not understand the character. And they're well, going to make toys so Avi Arad can, like, you know, freaking masturbate to them. I don't know if you guys looked at the, those, those leaked emails, but the problem is the producers are writing the movies, and they're not writers. Mm. And they don't read comic books. 
that's a good point. Interesting that actually just came out in an interview with Amy Pascal. She's talking about the Spider-Man deal and what's going on with Marvel. And in the interview, she said there's not a chance like a deal like this could have ever happened again and probably won't ever happen again after Spider-Man Homecoming 2. So it sounds like they're implying that they're going to yank Peter Parker back out of the MCU after they get boosted by the MCU. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, I re- actually yeah. read that, too. Uh, that's but, no good for anyone. Yeah, I read that, too. But at the same time, I also read Tom Holland's contracted for six movies. Yeah. So that's um, yeah, and three th- Spider-Man movie, and three Spider-Man movies, no, and like three. No, because he's already he's already been in in uh, Civil War. He's going to be in Homecoming. He's going he's going to be in two Avengers movies. So then, if you just add two more Spider Man movies, and on. one Homecoming, yeah, that's six right there. Uh, well, fuck. <laughs> I guess you can go fight Aviarod's Venom then. That's what I'm saying. Like, what what Spider Man are we getting in this universe? Because you can't just have all villains in this universe. There has to be a Spider Man. They're gonna cast Andrew Garfield again. They're gonna do <laughs> probably Miles Morales then. Honestly. If they need a that's Spider-Man. so confusing. You're gonna have two on-screen. Plan- I think that's who the animated movie is gonna be about. That's coming out. Still. That's probably a test. If that does well, they'll probably make Miles Morales the main character of their R-rated universe. Well, that, that can't make be a Spider-Man test. Spider-Man 2099. Chris, that can't be a test because the Venom movie comes out before the animated movie. Yeah, but Spider-Man is not gonna be in that at all, which is also stupid. But, I mean, I feel like. If eventually they're going to have to put a spider character in there. Mm. Spider so pig. That's, that's maybe that's what they'll do. Maybe they'll do a universe where Peter Parker died and then Miles Morales took over. Yeah, I honestly have doubts this Venom movie is even going to get made because I remember hearing about a solo Venom movie years ago, like back when I was in high school. Like the so, Gambit movie. Yeah, that too. I I honestly. And it's like, I know it's like a year and a half away before it's supposed to release, but that in movie making time, that's pretty soon. So like, I, 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 part of me doubts this movie's even going to be made, but you know, we'll see. Especially for a character that's going to be as CG driven as Venom is going to be like, Mm -hmm. that's kind of shit that they would need to have in preview. Then again, uh, Marvel did crank out Ant-Man pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, it was a very small movie. Ah. Part of the reason I think they announced it as a horror is because of that theory that life was a prequel Venom movie. And that it was just marketing. Up, but it was good marketing. That got a lot no. of people's attention. No, not no, really, because the movie bombed. bombed. <laughs> it well, miss. the people still saw it, and then it bombed. Yeah, yeah all three of them. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? I hope Tom Holland's Spider-Man never leaves the MCU because it looks mm-hmm. pretty cool. And I just saw the new Spider-Man Homecoming trailer today. Gave a little too much away, but I'm excited for it nonetheless. Did you guys see it? Yeah. No, for that exact reason. It looked. Yeah. I mean, there's really only one main plot point that gets uh, shown, but it looks good still. Uh, yeah. I like that uh, Michael Keaton's crew that has Shocker in it and the Tinker are known as Damage Control. Apparently, they work for that company that cleans up all the disasters. Huh. And oh, like well, that's probably how they got out. the Chitauri uh, technology then. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So Tony Stark uh. bought their company out, and apparently that's why he's oh. mad. <laughs> Disgruntled <laughs> but, workers. But Damage Control is rumored to be getting a show at one point, like an ABC show about them. Uh, yeah, up but then they nixed, but... That. they nixed that because of Powerless, which ended up completely changing format anyway. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Form uh, Powerless was supposed to be about 
basically the exact same thing. They were going to be but an in insurance the DC company. Universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's the DC Universe is going to be an insurance about. company. But then they changed it, and now instead of it being an insurance company about cleaning up after you know supervillains or whatever, they it's basically that show Better Off Ted, but in DC. There are people making uh, products for Wayne Enterprises. The fuck? Yeah. When the hell did that happen? Is that show even on? Uh, it was on a one-week hiatus, and it has now been off for two weeks. So uh, that tells you something. I like. I saw one preview for it, and never heard anything about it since until right now. It was, like it was really lighthearted. It was like Better Off Ted. Like it had no other DC show be on TV right now. You might think it's good. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I like but Alan Tudyk. Because- but because That's, it doesn't tie, it doesn't tie into anything else, and it just exists in its own weird little world that does not fit tonally with any other DC show. You're like, why does this even exist? And honestly, that's probably what the TV execs are thinking too. Yeah. Hmm. Well, too bad Damage Control isn't around because that probably would have been better. And they, I know. Uh, speaking of axed Marvel shows, they wanted to spin off um, the two characters from Agents of Shield. Um, what the fuck? Like, Mockingbird and, and yeah, yeah, to make that Marvel's Mocking, most wanted Mocking show. Mockingbird and Lance Hunter, I think, are the character yeah. names. That never, that never happened either. Oh well, they, they filmed the pilot and everything for that. That's funny. damn that. They wrote him out of the uh, show. The... <laughs> Adrian uh, Palacki, whatever her name is, she has like two pilots that have been filmed and never released. Mm-hmm. That and Wonder Woman. Also, she also was in Friday Thirteenth remake. She also stinks. <laughs> you know her personally, Steve? Or St- Steve? Chris? Steve? Steve? <laughs> Who the hell is Steve? I've been on this podcast for a week and you forget my name. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Bra- brain fart. Bullshit. <laughs> okay. All right, um, Frank. Keep going. <laughs> Wherever you say, Jacob. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, let's talk a little bit about, uh, I'm going to say correctly this time, Deadpool 2. Um, Deadpool tool. Dead tool. Um, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> apparently there was some leaked concept art that came out uh, last week that was showing uh, Cable drawn as of all people Brad Pitt, and apparently he's something. <laughs> he's not eating anything. Um, apparently uh, he, there were rumors, uh, at least initially, saying that he may have been trying to, uh, you know, take the role for Cable. Uh, and this is all in the midst of the massive uh, search for for whoever's going to be playing Cable. Uh, another name that came up recently was Michael Shannon. He wants them big bucks because he's going through a divorce. That's why. Brad Pitt mm. as Cable is like casting Topher Grace as Venom. That's really stupid. <laughs> yeah, because oh I don't consider Brad Pitt to be a everyday straight man. I don't see him being able to bounce off of uh, of uh, Ryan Reynolds. His... I don't see him being a huge Jackman. Well, you yeah. could put him in. I mean, it depends because, like, for Same. example, in the concept art, he wasn't in like a full body suit. He was. It was kind of like, um, like molded into him, kind of. Uh, but yeah, I don't see Brad Pitt as being a good uh, fit for for Cable. However, I read somewhere that. The odds are uh, that he was in the concept art because the director was just his stuntman. So he was uh, previously his stuntman in the past, and he just used him as, like, inspiration. Mm. Mm. Guess that makes sense. 
I don't know. Um, but there is that rumor that uh, apparently Michael Shannon's name is high up on that list too, which I think is actually. I will find him. Is a a good decision. I, I just attached like a fan made version of Michael Shannon as cable that someone like put out as soon as it got like made, and I'm like, that looks great. And yeah. Michael Shannon is amazing, and would play a badass cable. Mm-hmm. My and girlfriend was committed a to walking work one billboard. Day. My girl, my girl, yeah, my girlfriend was. Com- <laughs> my girlfriend was commuting to work one day, and Michael Shannon was standing right next to her. Nice. And he was re- he was reading something on his iPad. She showed me the picture. It was tr- It was uh, it was really weird. She's like sitting down on the on the subway, and then literally Michael Shannon is right next to her, just like standing there. It must be intimidating. She yelled, "I will find him." <laughs> he would have fallen asleep. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, we'll move on then. And uh, oddly enough, we're doing this early tonight uh, because of uh, the tournament. But let's go into some Twitter Q&A. Okay, Twitter, okay. Actually, do you want to start with uh, Facebook, Jason? Because I know we have something yeah. on Facebook. Yeah, I'm just uh, getting it up here. Woo-hoo-hoo. Here we go, I found it. Okay. This is, comes from our good friend of the show, Mr. Mike Franz. Mike Franz the Mans, and he asks us, question, in light of the recent musical episode from the TV show, from the Flash TV show, uh, the last week's episode was a musical episode between the Flash and Supergirl, um, what is your favorite musical episode from any TV series? I thought about this, and I thought about this, I have no idea. <laughs> Does anybody want to go first? Uh, probably once more with feeling. Uh, Buffy. Oh, well, good. <laughs> good for you. That, like, that was uh, that was a. Ju- ju- <laughs> I like the Scrubs one, most but also that's the only one yeah. I could think of. Scrubs. Hmm. Yeah, that's the only one that I've ever seen. So I'd have to go uh, with Scrubs as well. You're missing out on that Buffy one. <laughs> Joss Whedon knows how to direct musicals. <laughs> He's a good director. One time when we were at college, I swear I saw him over by the Barnes and Noble. But it probably wasn't. <laughs> um, I, I, oh, fuck, man. I can't really think of any musical episodes off the top of my head except the SpongeBob episode where him and Mr. Krabs are singing. It's like, this kitchen's not the same without you. It's not really. What about when they form that band and do the arena rock? Oh, thing? yeah. Okay, that's my pick right there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, if you want to consider it a musical episode, I guess. Yeah, Bubble Bowl. Best best Super Bowl halftime show in the world. <laughs> All right. Then. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gosh. All right. Let me get this Twitter one out. Look, look. I just gotta say, looking at this picture of the director of Deadpool two, he looks like, uh, well, like a discount Brad Pitt. I could definitely see that being like just an ego trip. He just used Brad Pitt's face on the concept art because he really wanted his own. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, Mike, I'm allergic to you. Shut up. Okay. The <laughs> second question that we have from Twitter this time is from our usual fan, Block Coffee, and she asks us, you bring your hot date to Burger King, and she says to just order for her. What do you get? Hmm. Asking the tough questions, I see. Hmm. I'd like to give her some of my chicken sandwich. <laughs> okay, Jobo. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Chicken fries rings. Considering how nothing at Burger King is good, um, 
I I don't know. You get her the grilled dog to blow her mind because they taste way better than they should. <laughs> are they still selling those? I don't know. Are they? I, I don't know. I haven't been to Burger King in a long time. I'm, I'm looking at the Burger King menu right now, and it's on there. <laughs> He's got to go official. <laughs> yeah, that's my answer. Get her the, the grilled dog meal. Yeah. Hmm. I haven't been to Burger King in years. Oh. I should try that. Here we go. I got one for you. The extra long cheeseburger. Oh yeah. <laughs> Is that the two side the two side by side patties on long bun instead of It's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Does that have any relation to the extra long buttery cheeseburger? Where's that from? From Burger <laughs> Miscellaneous, King. Miscellaneous, <laughs> Chris, what Burger King menu would you give your hot date? I'm gonna stop you at hot date. <laughs> All right, medium cold date. Lukewarm. That's that's his name, lukewarm. <laughs> <laughs> two, two waffles and a pancake. Ooh, baby, <laughs> going all out. I see. That's right. It's a breakfast. Oh, Can't get me that hot and Well, okay. Thanks for the weird question, Block <laughs> Tune in next week. Ugh. Oh, there's the extra right. long cheeseburger. Long on flavor. <laughs> I've heard that one before. A creamy mayonnaise spread all served on a warm toasted <laughs> bun. Mike, you want some creamy mayonnaise spread? Oh, just give me a minute. Mike, remember that one time in college where you were sleeping shirtless and I came into your room and spread mayonnaise on your stomach? <laughs> That was real. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, no. Uh, move on, Sean. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's go into miscellaneous. Right in my ass. What the fuck? Hi, I'm Evan Moore. <laughs> I like the extra long cheeseburger in my anus. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jason, take a guess what our first story is about. A portion. Whoa, whoa, hey. <laughs> calm calm down straight there. To the, straight to the stiff answers. Yeah, seriously. Uh, kayfabe, okay. bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I have a hint? Because I actually want to really get try to guess it. Give uh, me a hint. It's, it's something is back. Hmm. Is it a food item? It's not Backstreet. <laughs> <laughs> no, is it is it a food item? It, no, it is not. Something is back. Is it Prem? Uh, <laughs> what? Prem. Prem is back. Prem. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's my answer. Prem. Is it Prem? No, Jason, it's not Prem. In fact, why don't I just play the intro for you uh, so you'll, you'll figure it out. Okay. The creepy clowns are back. <laughs> oh, no. Just when we thought they were all dead. Yep, they're back. Uh, police in Pittsburgh. Well, perfect timing for the It movie, right? Yeah, the, the trailer's supposed to drop tomorrow. Oh, shit. <laughs> Good point. Uh, 
What the hell Someone was just that? Cocked their shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a water bottle. <laughs> yeah, right. It was. Gotta keep those clowns off my lawn. <laughs> I was gonna say. Doesn't that suck, Sean? You put Pennywise in the competition just too early. Like it would have been perfect if you could have been still in a tournament and it creeps up. I'm too early. And then the movies happen. Oh man, he, I'm he more, had a I'm good, more concerned what this militia is that Mike is apparently starting <laughs> against the creepy clowns. Mike's just well, we gotta take him down to Peggy too. <laughs> it reminds me of that scene in Scary Movie Three when they with Anthony Anderson he cocks the shovel and the little shell flies out of it. Ah uh, yes. Remember uh, the only time Kevin Hart was fun. See the red of their nose. <laughs> oh shit, Mike. That's right. Kevin Hart was in that movie. He was humping the, yeah. the main guy. What's the What's the name of the main actor in those Scary Movie movies? The The white dude who's the star of like the three and no, four. No, Anna Faris. <laughs> 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 oh god oh, really that's her uh, Michael Jackson the whole time um, no I don't remember that guy's just in he was wasn't in Charlie Sheen in them right? yes. he was in two of them yeah yeah, yeah. He, I've never seen that guy since yep well, I, I remember Scary Movie 3 had like the 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 uh, what's the politically correct word I'm looking for the uh, child loving priest oh okay <laughs> <laughs> the child-loving priest played by the guy who plays Sean Connery in Celebrity Jeopardy. Oh, in the Darryl third Hammond? movie. Yeah, yeah, they they could not do that joke nowadays, but it was funny. Uh, let's see, our our boy from uh, Scary Movie three, four, and I guess five. Wow, he had a yeah, role in five as a Eminem different character. Yeah, his name was Simon Rex. Oh, that's that guy. That's like a rapper too. Yeah. yeah. He's with like Riff Raff. I think he's in a group with Riff Raff. <laughs> All right, anyway, we're talking about creepy clowns before Mike got, you know, shotgun loaded. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sean. Clowns. Uh, police in Pittsburgh are investigating reports of creepy clowns hiding in the woods of a local suburb while allegedly armed. So, Mike, you had the <laughs> right idea. Mike's going to go after them like the, the Punisher. Goddamn <laughs> right. going to shoot him right in the red nose. Punisher's torture. Time to kill some clowns. Do you think it's the insane clown posse? I don't think so. I'm going to the Let's all go to the greatest show. Uh, a, um, a a group of children uh, were playing in the woods and were apparently chased away by two clowns, one holding a shotgun and the other a lead pipe. You know what? Ever since you guys mentioned that the trailer comes out tomorrow, I call total bullshit on this story. It's just too much of a coincidence. Uh, police were, were called and they searched the area for hours, but didn't find any clowns. So, yep. There you go. I don't know. We'll see. Are you, Jason, are you saying that these kids were lying? Only the kids can see it. That's true. Somebody get battery acid out. (laughs) Chase battery acid, you slime. Uh, Is this the part where we all fuck? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mike, turn over. (laughs) <laughs> you like Iron Fist so much. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to our next story. Uh, Jason, this is actually uh, in relation to a very old miscellaneous story that we had a long time ago. A long um, time ago in an anus far, far away. Uh, a, a new perfume promises to give the smell of a kitten's neck. Oh man, this is this is yeah, this is a while ago. I was still living at my parents' house when you had the original story. Yes, in case in well, case well uh, over a year ago. Yeah, in case uh, 
people don't remember the original story, there was a, a Japanese company, I believe it was, that was selling perfume that smelled like a cat's head that apparently it smelled like baked bread, if you guys remember that. Yeah. I'm glad you reminded me of that because there's this stray cat that's been hanging around the um, entrance to my apartment building. Like, I see him uh, a lot when I'm going to work, to and from work. So I'm just going to, you know, go up to that cat and sniff their head. I'll let you know how it turns out. Um, Watch out for fleas. Yeah. Okay. Uh, The scent is sold by the New York-based Detmere Fragrance Company, and it's being called, quote, kitten fur. Um, the company claims they have been working on the scent for the last 15 years. What a waste wow. of time. <laughs> hurry the fuck up. <laughs> and, uh, it will... It's, it's exclusively for the furry community, right? Oh, you know yeah. Um... Just like Mike. <laughs> and uh-huh. it's going to be sold in multiple formats, such as cologne, roll-on perfume oil, body lotion, <laughs> shower gel, and diffuser oil. Chris, I have a new gift idea when you go to Japan. Yeah. Oh, the cat thing? What are you saying? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why would anyone want to smell like a cat? That doesn't make any sense. Because, man, I love smelling like pussy. (laughs) Even even if it had its desired effect and you walk into a room, someone yells, who smells like cat? I don't think that's a compliment. (laughs) Smells like litter. You gonna go to one of those cat cafes while you're there? A hundred percent cat ass. <laughs> um, the the price for the scent ranges from six dollars for a half an ounce to forty dollars for a four ounce bottle. So, Jason, it says that it's based out of New York, so you could probably just take a train over and go get some. Well, we're in New York. Did they say specifically? No, no. But I, mm-hmm. I'm sure a simple Google search will. We'll f- a simple Google search, Sean? I have no idea what that means. <laughs> okay. Enunciation <laughs> uh, is key. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on. A woman in the UK claims to have found a diamond inside of a hard-boiled egg. The fuck? You have pictures? <laughs> <laughs> um, her name is Sally Thompson. Uh, and she was having some boiled eggs for breakfast one morning when she felt something funny in her mouth. Uh, <laughs> something funny. She said, quote, I took one bite into it and felt something like gristle in my mouth. It fell onto the plate and I couldn't understand where it, it had come from. It's just her, her uh, way of her husband proposing to her, right? <laughs> um. Well, funny you should ask that, uh, and I'll get to that in a second. Uh, the She says the only place it could have came from was the egg. Uh, she ended up taking the uh, piece uh, to a jeweler, and uh, they, he examined it, and uh, apparently it's not an actual diamond. It's actually a uh, cubic zirconia, um, which I'm not sure what the... Oh, that's the f- fake, fake diamond. Is it, it's, that's the fake diamond? Because I'm not sure yep. what that is. Um so yeah, she, so no one really knows how it got in there, um, but she uh, she considers uh, this whole thing a sign because she is getting married in the near future. So <laughs> to a chicken. <laughs> so the chicken ate a bunch of coal, and then the coal got compressed in the cubic zirconium when it laid an egg. Yeah, all of the thousands of pounds of pressure from a chicken uh-huh. fart. 
I don't know. I'm kind of skeptical here. I think maybe she was wearing some sort of jewelry. Maybe and... that's what happens when you feed the chickens a double down from KFC. <laughs> <laughs> that's cannibalism. <laughs> well, I mean, they've been doing that to cows for years. Yeah. They feed cows. Uh, yeah, that's how mad cow disease became a thing. They would feed cows cow brains, and then that's that's how you get mad cow disease. Where, where do you think double burgers come from? <laughs> Good point. Um. Anyway, moving on. A high school football coach in Spokane, Washington, has been suspended with pay after the school received complaints that he exposed himself and placed his penis in into a hot dog bun. <laughs> Who did he oh, expose funny. it to? Uh, the the team. Oh. So they do that shit in the locker room all the time, dude. When I did wrestling in high school, I saw so many penises. Yeah, but was it your coach? <laughs> that's where I only draw the, the line, Sean. <laughs> only on the <laughs> that's weekend. when he invited what, me over. What, was your coach patting you on the ass while you were naked saying good game? <laughs> yeah, well, his last pen. name. I barely remember my coach. His last name was like Dusty Uh-oh. or something like that. <laughs> Dusty <laughs> Closet. That was his name. By the way, I'm going to send you this picture my girlfriend took of Michael Shannon. It's pretty cool. There you go. It's him on the train. He oh looks so God. interested. He's reading a script or something. He's got a. I sack. mean, I don't know if it's actually a script. And when was this picture taken? When was this picture taken? When? Are you yeah. sure that's Michael Shannon? I'm sure this was uh, June. That is the most a, distinguishable it's... face in the world. Yeah, that could be <laughs> anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I got one more. Is he going to have his dick in a hot dog bun this time? <laughs> if not, I don't want to see it. I mean, you know, I'm going to leave that up for a surprise. What if he's, he listens yeah, he to lives the in podcast? Brooklyn. Now he's going to sue us. He probably had so many. Actually, I'm surprised not too many people recognize him. Like, they're all just going about their day. Fucking General Zod's right in front of them. Yeah, that does look like him. It's him. How is it? What do you mean? Oh, it looks like him. It That's could be. Him. I don't know. It kind of. It kind of looks like the asshole from Eight Mile. He looks like someone's dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, yeah, Michael Shannon had his dick in a hot dog bun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the coach. His name is uh, Jim Sharkey. Uh, he's a whoa. That's a pretty close to what I was saying. He's anyway. he's an eleven year coach, and uh, he was talking to his team and decided to put his penis in a hot dog bun. And he said, "quote <laughs> He said, "quote You think that that is big? Take a oh, I'm sorry. He says you think that is a big dog? Take a look at this. Oh my god! <laughs> was he drunk? Like what the fuck? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. My father. No, I mean a coach. <laughs> uh, in addition, uh, Sharky is accused of drinking alcohol in front of players. And <laughs> um, <Yep. laughs> there we go. And he, he's being accused of calling a female student, quote, a puck slut. Was he wrong? What's that? Or football. Was this a hockey team or or is football. that just unrelated? It's no, it's football. Well, it's unrelated. Yeah. I think where the fuck is Puck <laughs> I think the connotation was 
whoever this female student was, she was dating a hockey player. Wait, oh. so it was insult. But he, like, he hates he hates he hockey hates so hockey much players. that he insults their girlfriends. Maybe. <laughs> wow. Maybe. Sean, did you say puck slut like hockey puck or cuck? C U C K. No, I said puck like hockey puck. <laughs> oh, this well, whole time I was a football cuck. Cuck right? slut. That's what made it so funny. This is a man who never left high school. She's a football cuck. <laughs> never left this town. He just got a job in the high school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, and uh, our last story. You're such a puck slut, Sean. Uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, a a Barcelona-based engineer has created sex robots that need to be romanced first before being used. Oh, it's just like Mass Effect. I got the new Mass Effect game, and like the first thing I'm trying to do is see who I can bang. Because there's like five different romance options. You can bang the uh, either like one of the three blue aliens or like the hot chick with the big titties. And I'm just like, fuck, who the hell am I going to bang? But you got to romance them first. You can't just go and bang them. But it's like, listen, I, I'm in a new galaxy. I need to reproduce to, to make more humans for the human race. You know. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, Jason, what the fuck are you talking about? Listen, if I'm in space, I gotta bang Itchy a blue games. Alien. Do that to your brain. Yeah. Anyway. Itchy, itchy, gaga. Yeah. Did you hear that Evan. bullshit he just said? Evan, if you we were probably space, should have waited until the story was done before we brought him in. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Evan, if you were in space and there was a hot-ass blue alien in front of you, would you tap that? Yes. Okay, you can continue, Sean. Ladies and gentlemen, Evan Moore. <laughs> Dude, Ooh, fuck his I work in. By the way, Evan, what would you do if you had a hockey coach who said no, that's no, not football, a bad no, 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 football, football coach? Football coach. Right. <laughs> You're all talking at once. I can't hear you. Hi, Evan. Hi, Chris. Jason's oh. telling it to you wrong. That's oh, hi, Dan. Hey. What's up? How much? Cool. <laughs> all right. <laughs> You're not. You're okay. just not going to ask your question. Yeah. Okay. No, I thought you didn't want me to. All right, Evan. How much money uh, would you take to go in front of a um, a group of hockey kids and put your penis in a hot dog bun in front of them? How much money would you have to be given to do that? Hockey kids. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Key word. No, no, kids. No, no, because no, that's 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 like, terrible. No, that's like a sex crime, and I'll go to jail and be put on a list. I, so, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean actual kids. I like you I, did. You said that, and like you can't unsay but, that. But he totally uh, wasn't well, laughing like a maniac about kids earlier, so it's cool, right? <laughs> right, guys. Yeah. No. I, You're all a bunch <laughs> of sick fucks. Anyway, back to our story. Um, engineer uh, Sergi Santos. His uh, sex doll is named Samantha. And uh, she is equipped with the late, latest AI technology and responds. But Evan, to, you came in at the right time, <laughs> my friend. Uh, and <laughs> she, she responds to hand touching and is programmed to want romance first to become comfortable before getting sexual. Now, does it say what she would pick if you brought her to Burger King? Uh, no, it does not. But I assume oh, it has something okay. to do with the extra long buttery cheeseburger. Mm. <laughs> Yum. I just assumed it was milk, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is like ex machina, except real sex machina. <laughs> uh, Santos claims some light touching and kissing should work, uh, which, judging by the video of Santos testing out the robot, means sticking your finger in her mouth. 
Sean, okay, you watch stop. this shit? Stop. Stop. Uh, Listen, guys, guys, consent uh-huh. is sexy, okay? So. <laughs> um, in case you're wondering, uh, Samantha is currently being sold online at uh, synth, Um com. Hey, can you spell that, please? S-Y-N-T-H-E-A-A-M-A-T-U-S. All right, I'll be right back, guys. Hold <laughs> on. Uh, and she's going to cost around $5,300. Oh, I'm back, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Those are the stories we have <clears throat> this week. Um, I mean, that that was... You know, we're 106 episodes in. If we had a hardcore fan and they could tell us, like, listen, these are the typical miscellaneous stories and they just rattle, rattle off a few things... Everything you just said, Sean, is like the stereotypical miscellaneous. I I used to keep a track of who was on what episode, just like for my own records, and then I gave up around like fifty. That's a while ago. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I used to like actually keep track, and and but yeah, I believe that 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 beat for beat was the most Sean Smith miscellaneous story ever. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's a sex there's a sex robot, and it does something crazy. (laughs) There's a video, sex joke in the mouth, perv joke. Evan, powered by spit. Dunkirk. Evan, Got all in. you Got it. you missed the uh, the return of the creepy clowns. Oh God! Did you play the intro? Oh yeah, it played. <laughs> yeah, and then Mike got his shotgun ready. It was it was quite the thing. <laughs> oh jeez! Oh, Your shotgun sounds a little plastic water bottle-y. Hey, shut up, hey, Evan. Hey. Oh sorry. Turn your Wi-Fi off. Never point out the foley. Yeah, Quiet clown. Never point out the foley. <laughs> All right, Sean, let's get into the climax of this episode. Oh, the raging I... climax. Ooh, the final four of the March one climax tournament. So because there's somebody on here who, uh, Chris, who has not been part of the Mons- March- Monster March Madness Response Madness tournament. Lord. Let's explain to Chris what this is. I tried, but then I just started thinking of Michael Shannon with his penis in a hot dog bun, and I couldn't. So you can be my guest, Evan. Basically, what we're doing is we're doing look a, a bracket. Cable. What? I said, look at my cable. Oh, well. Anyway, we're doing a bracketed tournament for movie monsters. We had what, Sean? Was that 50 originally? 64. 64, and we're down to the final four. The final four are Dracula from Dracula. Uh, Pinhead from the Hellraiser <laughs> movies, uh, Jason Voorhees from the Friday the 13th movies, and Hannibal Lecter from Sean's favorite show. Oh, I mean, sorry, all those movies that we include because we can't do shows. Uh, there's rules. We base our matchups off of head-to-head battles, design, and cultural significance, and we've somehow whittled down 64 great monsters into four monsters. Great so. Monsters. Yeah, so now they're going to, we have the final battle. We're going to do the semifinals and the finals and come up with the winner today. So, Chris, you're in for a magical moment in Mons- Marchter, Marchter Madness, Madness March. <laughs> what did I get to say? March Monster Madness. Um, no, because we are not on the voting panel. But you are allowed to chime in, but your vote won't count. Uh, however, if there is a tie that needs to be broken, we normally call Dominoes in Wisconsin, yep. and they uh, they help us out. <laughs> Well, not actually, not kidding. There was a time where, what was it? Episode one, two, two, Two. episode two. 
where we were between Candyman and who else? The Living, the living Dead. Dead. The Living Dead. Candyman from the Candyman films and The Living Dead from the George Romero zombie movies. And I actually called Domino's, and I believe it was Wisconsin. No, it was and in the Texas. Guy, Texas. Texas. And the guy. Jimmy from Texas. Jimmy actually answered Candyman, and we had to go with it. He was, <laughs> he was like, uh, Candyman, he, But he paused and was like, uh. I guess, I guess Candyman. He's like, welcome to Domino's. Can you take your order? I'm like, yeah, in a hypothetical matchup. Who? And he's like, <laughs> and he just, it worked. It was great. So uh, we, uh, we've we been doing that. And uh, here we are. Well, Candyman's been sponsoring Domino's for the past couple weeks. Yeah, well, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, Candyman got eliminated last round. And Domino's pulled their sponsorship. So thanks, guys. Well, thanks, fuck. Obama. <laughs> God damn it, Jason. Voorhees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, dig into this like a big deep now, dish. Chris, pizza. we do would we would like your input, but unfortunately, because with you we have an even number of people, your vote won't count. But we would like your input anyway. Just like uh, my vote in the presidential election. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you voted for Harambe? You mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, wrote, I could never admit that on on like the air. No, dude, he wrote in Bernie Sanders. Yeah, man, legalize that... weed. <laughs> legalize ranch, Jason. I heard that Bernie Sanders hates Uber, and he would eliminate it if he could. But at least we would have legal Listen, weed. Pazuzu can't melt steel beams. Sean, onto the brand. <laughs> We've established that. <laughs> All right, let's move to. Arambe. Let's move to our first matchup uh, in the uh, semifinals. We have. Uh, number two seed, Dracula from the Dracula film series. He has 80-plus film appearances, and his powers include strength and speed of 20 men, shape-shifting, influence, psychic link with other vampires, control of wolves and critters, weather control, he can see in the darkness, crawl on the walls, and he has dark magic. And he's facing off against... Yeah, he's him. fucking Dracula, we know. He's dra- He's a vampire. Uh, Who's fucking Dracula? Michael Shannon. <laughs> yeah, mother. Oh. Uh, he's facing number two seed, Pinhead. Uh, nine film appearances, and his powers include demonic powers, ability to summon chains, immortality, manipulation, and the ability to create cenobites. And some kind and of weird was, sexual uh, pleasure. <laughs> and Dan Aykroyd did a great job playing him. That's Wait, the Coneheads. Coneheads, Jason. <laughs> I'm thinking of Coneheads. <laughs> oh, I thought you were serious for a minute. All right. Who wants to start here? Not me. John, you go. No one wants to jump in. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Um, <laughs> I I'm probably gonna go Pinhead. Um, and why is that, good sir? Well, let's see. What is Dracula but a dead man? Um, and <laughs> what does Pinhead do but kind of reign over hell in some manner of speaking? Um, he has a. I think he has a much cooler design. I think he would whoop Dracula's ass in a fight. I would definitely give cultural significance to Dracula, though. But ergo, two out of three, Pinhead. Uh, Very good. Yeah, I I agree with that statement. Um, I feel even cultural significance, uh, clearly designed Pinhead wins. Uh, Cultural significance, you could make the argument for Pinhead because let's be honest. No, you can't. When was the last significant Dracula film. 
doesn't Dracula matter. Dracula Untold. The one yeah. in the 30s. But here's here's the funny part about that. Well, I mean, right? you you just had a Penny Dreadful that TV series was all the whole series led up to them fighting. And then Dracula. it got canceled. Still, Aren't we not counting TV though? He's still yeah, no, but, but, that, but still it's cultural but significance. I don't know whether it got canceled or wasn't Dick Cheney friends with Dracula. It? So <laughs> no, Dick Cheney was Dracula. It actually ended. Like I don't think the yeah. show could have continued after the. Well, apparently they're doing a comic book, but you know that that's beside the that, point. That, that, Although you can even say there's a bunch of like comics of Dracula. There are comics of Pinhead and shit like yeah, that. No, mm-hmm. Dracula not totally as popular. Um, sure, even if you want to give cultural significance to, to Dracula, I agree with Mike that Pinhead would whoop Dracula's ass in a one-on-one fight. And here's why: first of all, uh, Pinhead. Uh, in case you don't know, he is the leader of the Cenobites, and you never see him in a single film where he doesn't have at least three or four Cenobites with him. So if... Like his bodyguards? Kind of, in a way. Uh, or henchmen, whatever you want to call Entourage. them. Entourage. Running sure. crew. Mm. Exactly. So if... if he, boys. He's not... Ex- there you go. <laughs> Dracula's boys. <laughs> or Pinhead's boys, sorry. <laughs> so if he's going to show up, he's going to have Cenobites with him. And uh, he he's so powerful and he can't even be killed, really. Is there um, any way to strip him of his powers? No. Like Freddy, like with Freddy Krueger, you bring him out in the real world, right? And then he's kind of just like a regular guy. Is there any way to strip Pinhead, whose name isn't actually Pinhead, by the way? I know. It, I know. You got to fuck with his Rubik's Cube, right? And then he goes yeah. back into the dimension. <laughs> but see, the problem is. <laughs> yeah, Chris, actually, you're, you're correct. It sounds like, sounds like a way to piss off a nerd. <laughs> no, but like, you're kind of right. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is, is that. Uh, First of all, he, you have to get a hold of, of the Lament configuration, which is not an easy in the first place. And not only is that, that not the case, think about it. What is the box made out of? Plastic. Wood. And it's made out of wood, metal. and it can transform into a diamond shape, and which means it has pointy ends on the end. Literally, Pinhead could, could summon his Cenobites to go literally hold Dracula while he takes the box and stabs him with it. And it's wood, so that would technically kill Dracula. But could right, Dracula Sean. just turn into a bat and then go back to Transylvania? Well, <laughs> this isn't hide-and-seek, Chris. They have to fight each other. Now, couldn't Dracula summon his own army in some way of, like, vampires? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought he had the power. And what would power. vampires do to, like, demons from hell? Yeah. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> it sounds like the most epic battle. Just like the two of them with their whole like demons and werewolves and other vampires. Hey, hey don't give Dimension any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> and you know uh, what? Sean, and, and you what know canon, what? What canon are we talking about with Dracula? All because all he, he's we, controlled Frankenstein and the Wolfman. Canon. It's all film canon. It's all film canon. It's all film. It basically anything that has ever been on a movie screen or in a or in a feature film with Dracula counts in terms of. But of here's argument. the problem: is that all of Dracula's powers are designed to work on humans. Pinhead's not human. That's a good hmm. point. How would we know if his hypnosis would work? It wouldn't, because he's not living. You know, it's it kills me to say this because I really, 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 really want to make a point for Dracula here. Um, I can't, and that sucks. Uh, the only point that I'm going to make is the cultural significance on this one is so fucking high. Like, I don't know that that many people would be able to recognize, oh, that's Pinhead from the Hellraiser series. You A know? lot of yeah, people. They'd be like, who's that guy? Oh, I, yeah, would, I would say definitely. And also, I, I, people could be like, oh, is that Vampire Dracula, or is that just some random vampire? You, I don't know. 
No, they would probably know it's Dracula. I, I, I give I give the cultural significance argument about a hundred times over to Dracula, but in terms of head to head, with with design, I actually also want to give uh, a slight edge to Dracula. What? Just because? No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Wh- which influ- which which listen, film version? Hold on. The influence of that design and what it did for everything that follows, which ties back into cultural significance, but but. If we're going off of who would win in a fight based on their powers, and we we at some point, you know, in this we're gonna have to, it's it's Pinhead, and I don't want it to be Pinhead, but it is, and Pinhead wins. I just can't get over the fact that you think that design would go to Dracula. He's he's we. I mean, we talked about this last week. He could literally just be a dude, and what the hell was that? Someone like this scratching like a DJ. <laughs> Someone Dracula? was unzipping that, their that, Sorry, man. That, that's DJ MD Look, right here. I understand yeah, the design of, of Pinhead is more visually compelling, but the influence, like you, you, you were, we're mixing Dracula in to kind of like this modern sense where Dracula has been around for coming up on what? 90 I, fucking I years I feel now? like you're where, still talking more about that. cultural significance and than you are yeah. design. I'm tying them together. The design ties in the cultural significance. Oh, I'm right. giving it. So the design from <laughs> and, the original. And I, and I say that you, that means your cultural, your Todd design Browning argument movie? is just cultural significance and not even design. <laughs> I'm saying that the cultural significance of You're the wrong. design. Which design, though? <laughs> I'm tying them together. Which However, design? if you're going to compare them A to B, Pinhead wins. And I don't want Pinhead to win because I think that it's kind of going to fuck up the rest of the bracket. And I think that Dracula is more deserving of, of the, the final spot that Pinhead's about to receive. But it goes to Pinhead. Reluctantly for me. I'm not happy about this. Uh, Dan, what do, what do you think? Uh, it's Pinhead. No question. <laughs> um, Everything that has been said has been said. Yeah, I mean... Design isn't even a question because I kept trying to ask Evan, which Dracula design are you talking about? I'm talking about the original one. Uh, The the influence of... Todd Browning. So the Bela Lugosi, Todd Browning. Yes. Yes. I'm talking about the the, uh, influence, not not just like from a strictly visual semblance, but the influence of that design on the cultural significance, I think has to be stated. Like, I I don't think that we can bump Dracula against Pinhead, who is to me a C rate slasher villain whereas you've got dracula who is an iconic film penhead's not a slasher villain though plus plus there was a blackula and there would never ever be a blindhead you you, you know (laughs) (laughs) that that came up that came up last week so we didn't have a very culturally diverse bracket but i don't i think that's because the industry is not culturally culturally uh diverse uh but Look, what I'm what I'm saying here is is we're underestimating the influence that Dracula has for 90 years. You know what I mean? The Hellraiser movies are crap. The the original Dracula movie is a bona fide classic. What did you say? Because it's, we're no, not judging their movies. No, I know. But I'm I'm making a separate point here that when it, if Dracula's about to bow out of this, I think he deserves to go out with a little respect. Thank you, Evan. Even if we went back yeah, to the source material for both the Count characters. Count from Sesame Street is totally Dracula. Yeah, cultural oh, significance. Yeah. Ah, ah, ah. What were you saying, Dan? So even if we were going to go back to the original source material for, like, who, who's better, who would be more powerful and everything, it, I, I love, like, Dracula is my favorite novel, and I think that version of Dracula 
if they actually ever did it the right way to display how powerful he is, it would be great, but I don't think they ever will because it's too complex. Yeah, so well, that, they tried. They tried with Gary Oldman Ballsack, man. Yeah, <laughs> but just comparing the, the Bram Stoker novel to the Clyde Barker novella, I just feel like the the character from that definitely would be able to defeat Dracula just because of what it is. Like, it's not a a thing that can be killed. Like, Dracula can be killed because it's how the book ends. Now, is Nosferatu a uh, <laughs> a separate character, or is he compounded with Dracula? Compound with Dracula. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's close enough to be considered Dracula. SpongeBob film. I mean, though. when it first came out, he was called Dracula, and it. Like that's when the fucking Murnau was sued. Then the yeah. no 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 he's Orlock he's Orlock Count Orloff yeah yeah that's easy to do with a silent Nosferatu is just vampire that's what yeah that it's be. German right it's German no. for vampire Murnau yes yeah <laughs> anyway so Jason unless you have a dissenting opinion to to make for Dracula Pinhead does win this no I'm gonna vote for Michael Shannon. And by that, I mean Pinhead. Oh, are you saying that he should be playing Pinhead? <laughs> yeah, now that I think about it. I'd be down for that. Chris, yeah. who would and you have they... The original Zordon. Good. <laughs> I mean, he's bald, so he's halfway he there. He looks like Orloff, so yeah, let's... Uh, let... I don't know, man. That kind of goes You know, if they way. had to make a black Pinhead, I can see Michael Jai White doing it. Blindhead. You can get <laughs> like, you're you all missing the point. Pinhead's British. He, he has... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So are you saying there's no, no black from hell? Well, no, he's originally a, a, a British general in World War One. Yes. Fine, we'll get Idris Elba. Do you think there's a hell for British people? <laughs> yeah, it's really it's a lot nicer, and the, but they're I about think to leave America. Trumpets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so Pinhead moves on to the finals. So let's find out who he's facing in the finals. Uh, we have <clears throat> number. <clears throat> Number one seed, Jason Voorhees from the Friday the 13th series. He has 12 film appearances. And his powers include superhuman strength, durability, immortality, stealth, and regeneration. Uh, and he's facing off against number two seed, Hannibal Lecter uh, from the uh, Sansa Lamb series. He's got uh, five film appearances, and his powers are genius level of intelligence, strengths, in- intimidation, murder skills, psychology, advanced knowledge of art, music, and food. All right. I'm going to start this one off. It goes to Hannibal Lecter. Um, because guess what? Jason's more powerful, but he can be stopped. They tied him to a fucking rock and sunk him to the bottom of a lake in, in part four, right? That was part four, and then he comes back. No, that was... That was six. That no. was six. That was the end of I'm six. I'm sorry. Sorry. So it, yeah, no, it was six. Right. It was the end of six. Six or seven. Yeah. Six. Um, it was six with the, with the, with yeah. the lake on fire. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, anyway, my point is Hannibal Lecter can devise traps. He can actually outsmart him. And basically trick him to the point that Jason would be trapped all from within his jail cell. But so what kind of I, offense I, is he dealing out here? Meaning Meaning offense. How is he how is he actually hurting him? He's trapping him. If if you give Hannibal Lecter the prep time, he's got him. Cultural significance right, is also Yeah, we, didn't we just have this argument already? Hold on, Cultural hold on. significance. Cultural significance is tied, and design goes to Jason, but I think in a head-to-head, given the right circumstances, Hannibal Lecter wins. See, so I give so it, it to sounds Hannibal. like you're kind, of, you're kind of already evenly split right there. If you're yeah. giving no, 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 each no. and then a tie on the third. All right, then, but but the third's going to be my tipping point. That's so the I, point uh, where I give it to Hannibal. 
I mean, that's all on you. Whatever. I'm going Jason. <laughs> uh, Jason clearly has design. Uh, no matter what the hell Hannibal looks like, he's not looking as iconic or as cool like, like as Jason time. does. Mm-hmm. Um, and any of the incarnations of Jason. Uh, cultural significance. He's a dinosaur. I'm. I'm yes, I'm giving. I'm giving it to Jason as well. Um, yes, we have the different movies and TV shows and the books, but you also have video games and people dressing up as Jason for, you know, Halloween for you didn't, we didn't fucking see anyone dressed up as Hannibal Lecter when we went to monster mania. I can tell you that that's true. And um, also a lot of people don't even consider silence of the lambs to be a horror movie. So yeah, yeah. That's yeah you have that, you have that shit where like they win it and it wins. It's an Oscar not a horror movie. No, don't get me wrong. I consider it a horror movie, but there are people who say that. Yeah, Plus, no, a lot of people would get confused. They see Hannibal Lecter, like, but they might think it's just Sir Talbot from The Wolfman. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, that's a common kind of problem. Yeah, I'm sure they fucked that up Thank all the you, time. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> I encounter, you know, people with that problem on a daily basis. Yeah. Oh, is that Sir Talbot from The Wolfman? I have to Wolfman? say, uh, Hannibal oh, Lecter. <laughs> Hannibal Lecter and, and, and face mask on is a better design than the town that dreaded sundown copy in the second movie. But that's just... Mm. And then head I think to head, I'm, I'm, um, um, what was I that? say that all, I'm, I'm not done yet, Jason. I'm defending <laughs> yeah, I'm your go. name. <laughs> uh, head to head, I'm also giving to Jason because so far we haven't seen anything actually kill Jason. Um, unless uh, Hannibal Lecter decides to try to pull in Norman Bates and dress up as Jason's mother. That might stop him for, I don't know, two seconds. Ooh, and then there, there's a good idea. Har- and then he harpoons her. Any her, uh, him? Sorry, I don't know what they're ident- I don't know what Hannibal's identifying as at the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Jason can be sedated. Wait a second. Jason can be sedated. A plan that yeah. involves cross-dressing has never worked out. Listen, <laughs> Jason can be sedated. He was sedated. Freddy versus Jason. If if he's sedated, yeah. Under and then Hannibal he killing the guy who sedates him. Under Hannibal Lecter's care, Hannibal Lecter could dismember him and eat his body parts. Yeah, <laughs> but, but we already have. No, no, he wouldn't want to eat him. All Jason has his own maggots and shit. Yeah, if for... it, no, hold on. If Hannibal eats Jason, he, Jason becomes Hannibal. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh, wait. Thank you, thank that, you for that, that. that Evan. You have proven him. to me that Jason will win. <laughs> <laughs> Really, all Jason has to do is wait for Hannibal to die of natural causes in the American prison system. <laughs> That'll be seven years from now. Charles care. Manson's still alive. With private prisons run the way they are, you really don't have to wait that long. He, he's not imprisoned anymore. Since when? Shit. On the run. Did you see? The I, I'm I'm leaning towards uh, I'm leaning towards Voorhees because uh, I'm not going to say Jason because then it's like, why is he talking about himself? Um, no. Nah, Oh boy, Jason, that joke just killed me. I don't get it. (laughs) Um, No. Wow. I'm leaning towards Jason Voorhees mainly because I feel, and Mike already said this, but I'll reiterate it. I feel that um, no matter what Hannibal would trap him in, Jason wouldn't really even die. And I, I just feel like he has the upper hand in everything. Maybe not for cultural significance, but. Yeah. The problem is part. I mean, at least if you're looking at the head-to-head matchup portion, the the biggest problem is the fact that Hannibal is mortal, and that doesn't help him his cause. Um, However, if I'm going just off of how you know we are 
regulating this tournament. You have the three categories. To me, Jason wins at least uh, design, and I would actually give it also give give him cultural significance, which technically means that the battle shouldn't mean anything at that point because he would win two out of three. But thinking about the battle, I feel like Jason is just too powerful. And even though, Evan, you made a good point about the sedation part, but then Mike came back and said, oh, well, he killed the guy that sedated him. Um, you know, there's there's a gray area there because even though he he can be sedated, you're also assuming that uh, Hannibal walks around with uh, like his little sedation kit with him that he, he can use at any time. Um, I feel like I have to give it to Jason just off of those two categories. It's really hard to come up with the with uh, the head to head matchup who would win between the two of them. But the, just the fact that Hannibal is mortal, and even though he is a lot more intelligent than Jason, uh, Jason also has uh, the strength, the size, and the machete. So that kind of helps him in that regard. Well, I'm outvoted. He'll, so He'll put Hannibal in a sleeping bag and hit it on a tree. Hey, did you guys have Spock on this list? Well, he's not <clears> a horror <throat> character, and he's not even a villain. I mean, it could be. Depends <laughs> on your perspective. Well, it if depends if it's the mirror world, Spock. Let's uh, let's redo this whole list and start from the scratch, and it includes oh. Spock. All right, Spock versus Candyman. Oh shit, Spock lost. <laughs> oh man, but he's got the Vulcan neck pinch. I guess uh, my my vote doesn't really matter at this point either, because I was actually going to make a case for Hannibal as well. Well, go ahead, maybe you can sway people. Yeah, yeah, my vote doesn't we'll count. Here's, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you want to vote for thing. Spock? <laughs> we're we're going off of most effective killers on screen and everything. We're talking about cultural significance. Sounds of the Lambs won an Oscar, so that's pretty culturally significant, whether or not people know about it or not. Uh, design and Red Dragon had Brett Ratner. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> design obviously goes to Jason. I mean, and that's weird to say because Jason's design is really not that much of a design. Like, until part really seven. think about it. Yeah. Until part seven. Um, part seven? It's the same design as part yeah. six. What happens in every single Friday the 13th movie? Jason's defeated. What happens in every single movie that uh, Hannibal Lecter's in? He usually ends up in a better position than he was at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> well, you're also basing it off of two of the movies. No, I mean, he's fine at the end of Red Dragon, and he got something that he wanted to happen, so he had his fun while he was in yeah, prison. Yeah, but he, nothing happened. He was he was still in prison. Nothing yeah. nothing changed. Yeah, and I, and I would also say he in those, he was usually against rational thinkers. Uh, I don't know if Mason Verger is a very rational <laughs> Well, he's rich. That counts. He's also Gary Oldman with his eye open. <laughs> but uh, I do think that Hannibal wouldn't necessarily have to do something stupid like run up to Jason and stab him with a needle. Like he's smart enough to figure out something to do with him. And there's definitely been all these cases where we foregone the the cage rules of this tournament. Like obviously, if it was the two of them in a cage, then Jason's probably gonna win. If Hannibal's just in a cage by himself with nothing. But if we're talking about like an actual battle in the world, considering how crafty Hannibal is, how he easily slipped away from an entire police battalion, like regardless of how smart any humans are versus how smart Jason is, like I think that Hannibal could pull it off because dumb girls that were camp counselors have killed Jason. <laughs> like 
a little like boy Jason could put on a, or a little animal boy, could put on a face. A little, yeah, a little boy shaved his hair off and beat Jason to death with a machete. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like We're come not on. talking about someone that's that smart here. Like, no, but he I mean, if we are talking cage match here. But I, we've got we've foregone the cage match at this point. Like we've done so many where it's I mean, but if we want to talk cage match, you're right. Head to head, you know, Hannibal Lecter with no, nothing versus Jason Voorhees with the machete and the strength. Hannibal Lecter talent. get past the thing, and if the thing was in a cage match, then Hannibal Lecter wouldn't have gone past the thing. So I feel I mean, like the same reason that Hannibal would beat but see, Jason. You can is defeat the, same the, thing. Beat the thing. The whole point of the thing is you don't know who it is. If you know who it is, it's not hard to defeat. You can defeat Jason Voorhees, a bald little boy, and beat him to death with a machete. Do you think Spock's and then he came back? Yeah, uh, And then somebody else killed him. I don't think that at all. But he—that's the point. He keeps coming back. There's a reason why in Mortal Kombat he has that stupid thing where he he can just Mortal Kombat doesn't count, Sean. (laughs) I'm just saying. Coming back because he hasn't been killed. Well, we don't know what happened at the end of season three. Adam Elector could be the one to kill him. Well. So I, I guess officially, uh, let's let's take some official votes here. And he's also he's also a surgeon, correct? Right? Or are we not? That's my dismembering look? argument. I don't. I mean, I don't see how that's relevant, but uh, sure. If he did knock him out, he could just cut him into pieces and put all the pieces in different. Places. But how long is he going to be knocked out? He wasn't knocked out that long in Freddy vs. Jason. Long enough for Hannibal Lecter to dismember him. That's for sure. He's a big dude. You know how long it takes to break through bone, Evan? Have you seen what Adam Elector can do? He could cut a guy's face off absolutely did, perfectly. Didn't, uh, <laughs> hold on, I'm trying to think. In Jason X, didn't they mention trying to like dismember him and it didn't work? They were doing an autopsy on him and they, they, they all they could do was take the mask off. That's all they could do to him. Well, the stupid kids from Freddy vs. Jason managed to get him down and tie him in the back of a van. They didn't tie him down. Yeah, they did. They they had restraints on him no, in the didn't. back of that. Yes, they did. It, and then well, it didn't work very well. No, because he broke <laughs> loose from it. Watch that scene again. He's yeah, and then restrained. he flew out the back, and he was yeah. fine. <laughs> he was restrained in that scene for sure. All right, so the official vote is two to Plus three. That right? dumb bitch was trying to give him CPR. Like, oh, that was gross. <laughs> okay, Adam's so I'm not gonna sit there and try saving this fucker. <laughs> I love that movie. I really do. That's like my one of my favorite movies. Like, seriously, like, just let one of them die, and then you have less of a problem, and then you take care of it. Well, no, they, I guess they thought Jason was less of a threat than Freddy. I don't... Uh... Anyway. anyway, so the final tally is Sean, Jason, and Mike for Jason, mm-hmm. and then me and Dan for Hannibal, right? And then Chris for Spock. Oh. And Chris <laughs> and Chris for Spock. <laughs> Is it mirror? Is it season two mirror 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 Spock, or is it with the goatee, or is, or is it the Zachary Quinto version? Yeah, or is it Spock after he died after part two and comes back in part three? So it's technically young Spock grown old. Is it that Spock? I think it's just base Spock from base the original Spock. series. Right. Base Spock. Hey, you, got got, you guys remember when Spock got killed on Hannibal the TV show? <laughs> it really happened. Yes. I mean, Spock yeah. knocked out Wolverine for Christ's sake, and Wolverine that could definitely true. kick out, kick the ass of both. Uh, what, what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, there's a comic there, there's book. A comic Spock book. beats up Spock Wolverine. And pinches and are you serious? Could kill yeah, yeah. both Hannibal Lecter cool. and uh, the Friday the 13th man. 
<laughs> Jerry. And so I think by default, Spock should win. Okay. Well, I'm okay. already mentioned to Spock, but I think Jason takes it, correct? Yeah, that's what it seems like. Jason, are you sticking with Jason? I'm sticking with Jason, Jason. All right, Jason, Jason. All right. Uh, so that means Jason moves on to our finals, and let's go to that final matchup. Uh, we, we have, uh, as we mentioned, number one seed Jason Voorhees uh, with 12 film appearances, and his powers, again, are superhuman strength, durability, immortality, stealth, and regeneration. And he's facing off against uh, number two seed Pinhead, nine film appearances, and his powers are demonic powers, ability to summon chains, immortality, manipulation, and the ability to create Cenobites. Oh, this is tough. Is it really? I pick Spock. Um, so here's where I'm leaning. <laughs> Spock uh, wins. <laughs> <laughs> and the winner is Spock. Good night, everyone. Throw it all away. This isn't WCW. Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need someone to, like, <laughs> sway me one way or the so, other. So this is, this is where, uh, Sean, you go first, actually. Go ahead. All right. So if I'm going off of our categories, design I would give to Pinhead. Uh, cultural significance I would give to Jason, so that leaves us to head-to-head matchup. Um, here's where I'm leaning, and it, it really pains me because I, th- you know, Jason's my favorite horror character. Um, however, if we're talking of Pinhead's character, what what is his character? He is a demonic priest who He's general. Well, no, that's in his past life. Um, oh. He's a demonic priest who comes from hell, and what does he do? He rips people apart uh, for pleasure and uh, brings them back to hell. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but we it's been established in canon, Jason, Jason can be sent to hell. to hell. There was a movie titled that. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And he came back. He came. Ooh. Well, he came back because of oh. Freddy. He didn't come back yeah. himself. Freddy, Freddy brought him back. So unless but, Freddy's but, in this but matchup, saying, but you're saying that if he's sent to hell, he can theoretically come back from hell. As yeah. long as I, someone, see, I think it wasn't necessarily Freddy actually took him out of hell. It's just that he motivated him to leave hell. It's well, almost like Jason was complicit in hell because Jason, like Fred, Freddy himself was weak. Freddy didn't really have any powers at that point. But like, what could what more could he do? But we'll see. That's but, but Freddy tricked Jason out of hell. But technically, wasn't Freddy also in hell? Yep. You think yeah. Spock ever went to hell? <laughs> <laughs> no, he put his Katra and McCoy. Keep so really all it was was he was Jason at that point wanted to leave hell. So it's like once Jason, but is he didn't even know he was in hell people. though. He didn't know exactly. what was going on. He was, he was and just, he was just living a, not an infinite him. dream of killing topless women at the lake. Yeah, how? Yeah, why he would he want to leave that? in heaven? <laughs> so <laughs> I, that makes me that makes me question then, like him being in hell, he doesn't seem to mind being in hell. Whereas Pinhead wants people in hell as like a form of torture. Yeah, I feel like he would end up pissing off Pinhead just from being like, oh, I don't care. Mike, Mike, I have to piggyback mm-hmm. on your idea. Remember that episode of SpongeBob where Mr. Krabs sells SpongeBob's soul to Davy Jones? Or I said the Flying Dutchman, and he's going to throw him in Davy Jones' locker. But SpongeBob yeah. just keeps talking and he, he throws him back. I yeah. feel like that's the situation that we're in right here. Or it's like, like he would annoy Pinhead into submission. But see, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like you guys. <laughs> Doctor Strange versus Dormammu. Are we talking yeah. about? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> But I, it's like, I cannot, I cannot be done with this guy. He won't be defeated. 
Yeah. But see, that's the thing Some, is that yeah. it, what we're, what we're basing this off of is the fact that this is this matchup is taking place one on one on Earth. Okay, so if Pinhead sends Jason back to hell, then Pinhead doesn't theoretically have to go back yet. I mean, they're also in different sections of hell, so there's not nothing saying that Pinhead is specifically. But there's no time. But there's no time limit on these fights. So let's say Pinhead automatically goes boom, J- wrap up and chains. Jason goes to hell, right? And all of a sudden, Jason comes back and he's like, "Yo, bitch, I'm 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 back and I'm slashing up topless ladies again." So Pinhead goes, like, "No, nah, I'm not the, about that life." Uh, and then and then and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then Pinhead sends him back to hell. It's, it just keeps going over and over. It's a, it's so a stalemate. It's a stalemate. Because in a head-to-head, it's almost irrelevant. Because if if you're going to strip away any of the demonic powers that Pinhead has, then Jason could cut him up with a machete. That's not going to happen, but it theoretically could. But if you just keep sending Jason to hell, Jason keeps coming back if someone if he doesn't want to be there or if someone takes him out or tricks him. So he's not really defeating. But Jason. again, he's just you're assuming that he, you're Jason. assuming that Jason's going to be able to do this. The only reason why he was able to do it in Freddy versus Jason was because of Freddy. There's no one down there influencing him at all. Are we saying that this bracket is canon? Therefore, Freddy is dead. No. Are we sure? <laughs> no, because then you could use other dead people from this bracket. You can't do that. Uh, what I'm saying is anyone from this bracket can get him out of hell just by pretending no. to be his mom. No, because every person could already be. It could, in fact, it could even be his mom because odds are his mom's in hell. Oh, yes. Come so on. his mom would be like, Jason, the fight's not over. Blah, blah. Podcast needs you. And Jason would go back. <laughs> no, that's, so, no that, that, that's not how it would work at all. But my, my vote is a stalemate that there is no winner here. Oh. <laughs> I, vote, I vote for a tie. <laughs> Could you imagine that? <laughs> I vote. I vote tie. Uh, I'm gonna write in Leslie Vernon. In that case, I'm bringing back Michael Myers. <laughs> if, that's, if that's the fucking case, I'm going back to Candyman. <laughs> what? <laughs> you voted against derail. Candyman last week All right. for Jason. Let's, you asshole. Let, let's pick a winner now. Um, okay, I picked I picked Jason Voorhees. I okay. I don't think you can keep Jason down. Pinhead is technically stronger, but I don't think you could physically beat him with the powers that Pinhead has. It leads to a a a hand to hand because of that because of that stalemate element. It was going to eventually lead to a hand to hand combat, physical force, and I think that this is either an eternal battle, therefore a tie. Or eventually, from sheer force alone, Jason will overtake Pinhead. I also By what give force? What, what force is I he also using? Also, you're forgetting this is Jason. You're also forgetting this, this is designed to Pinhead. You're also forgetting this is a, this is almost a numbers matchup too. Like I mentioned before in the last fight, Pinhead has his other centibites, so he's facing more than one person. And we saw what Jason did in that field in uh, Freddy versus Jason. And those were mortals. No, but we also saw Jason rail down all the fucking deadites. Drunk mortals. See, and, and the is, gremlins. And Jason beat the gremlins, too, by the same principle. And the fucking is gremlins. Like literally invulnerable from harm. So every the, anything Jason could do by hurting him is... A tie. <laughs> and I'd say we've also had Jason actually dead in his own movies. So odds are he went to hell then. But he always comes back. And still came back. And still comes back. Well, see, that's the problem. Via is, is he freaking being, lightning. Yeah, is he being electrocuted? Is, does electricity come into factor here? <laughs> uh, well, 
in the canon, isn't Pinhead responsible for getting people back from leaving hell? Like, isn't that part of? Yeah, he's kind yeah, of he, he kind of well, at least for Frank, he wrangles him back down to hell. But but Jason could just get out again. It's a tie. It's a never okay. ending. Okay, battle. Evan. Evan, here's here's a good example. Here's a good example. Uh, at least regarding the Hellraiser series, there's only one way to get back from hell. Do you know what that is? Uh, it was done in the first movie, wasn't it? Uh, it was done in the first and second movie. Okay. Well, what I haven't seen the first one in a long time. What is it? Basically, you need to add blood to someone else's blood. It's basically the person who's been killed. They, their, their blood is on something like, let's say a mattress, for example, in the second movie. Uh, if you add blood to it, then it opens up a passageway for them to come back. Uh, that's a lot. Well, to, that's, that's a, that's Jason a lot. bleeds. What? Okay. Scenario. Uh, so pinhead sends Jason directly to hell, right? Mm hmm. Do not pass. Go. Do, do not, not pass. Go. Dollars. Go directly to hell. So pinhead goes, ha, you're in hell and goes and does his other thing. All of a sudden, a bunch of people who know about the legend of Jason Voorhees find his body and, and bring him back. Or another horror villain brings him back. Or his mother brings him Did back. Did you not listen to what my I was saying? Is, <laughs> my point is you can't keep him down. And in Jason's canon, coming back from hell is different than coming back from hell in, hell, in uh, Pinhead's canon. But if, if, so we're but if with, Pinhead's the one, but if Pinhead's the one sending him down to hell, you have to use his canon. Also, keep in mind, Pinhead was originally originally written into the ending of Freddy vs. Jason. So they're almost in the same guy. Uh, very early on. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah, they were gonna, that. Yeah, so was Bruce Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> All would have been good ideas, in my opinion. <sighs> I, I I, can't decide between these two. I see a stalemate. Uh, Somebody help me uh, out. Look, uh, I think design well, clearly goes to Pinhead, correct? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, I think you know. Uh, Here's the thing, though: is there some non-hell way to take out either uh, a Cenobite or Jason Voorhees? A non-hell right? way. Well, I'll tell you yes. what: you, the only way to defeat a Cenobite is to be a Cenobite yourself. That that can that can kill them. How does one become a Cenobite? Can Jason become a Cenobite? Only if Pinhead decides to turn him into one, but also you have to be a mortal to do that too. Well, he's okay. kind of already. You're he's kind of already a zombie. So So what if Spock beams him up but then stops the <laughs> beam halfway and then he's trapped in the Phantom Zone? <laughs> Is that where Zordon lives? In the time warp? Uh, something like that. No, nah, now he's just in a wall. Okay. Uh fuck, we're off track again. I, Someone, I, I, all right, Dan, Dan, Dan. I want to hear what Dan had. Dan had an idea. Dan, go. Uh, I just feel Fuck, like Dan the has fact no idea. That, you know, I just feel like the fact that Jason can be destroyed and has to be brought back, versus Pinhead doesn't have to be destroyed because he can't be destroyed. So it's not like he has to be brought back by some weird bullshit. So in the end, whether you think it's a stalemate or not, doesn't that mean that Pinhead wins? Like he can't be destroyed. Jason can be destroyed. We have already talked about design definitely goes to Pinhead. Cultural significance is obviously Friday the 13th Jason. and Jason. So it really does come down to the battle. That's what we got to figure out here. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that Pinhead would win the battle between the two of them, even if, if, if he can't kill Jason, which it's it's been seen. We It's very hard to kill him. 
um, if if you can at all. Uh, whereas Pinhead cannot be killed and has never been killed, whereas Jason has been killed, but he's come back and will continue to be killed. Yeah. What about the over book over version again. of uh, the Cenobite? Well, we can't go off to the book version, and also he's not in. A, well, it's not even a he, but it, it, yeah, so he's a female in that version, and it's not. He's not even in that much, so you, you can't even go off of that. Uh, uh, Mike, what are you thinking? I'm thinking a lot. Um, what if you burned all the copies of the book? Would that get rid of him? No. Damn. What if you burned the box? Yeah. What if you burned? They've if tried the that. They destroyed? tried that, and then some uh, some random hobo turned into a dragon and flew away with it. This is why the Hellraiser <laughs> would be stuck. This is why they suck. <laughs> they okay. Don't what suck. if no, the, they don't. What if what if a cold front wipes out all the hobos? <laughs> and then we burn the box. Then another hobo will come and turn into a dragon and, and fly away with it. There's always they can't break the box. So it was little Nicky. He was he's bringing it back to hell. <laughs> what if Pinhead ate Jason's heart? Well, he's not mm. a cannibal. He wouldn't, and he can't yeah. eat either. He doesn't eat. What if what mm. if Pinhead made Jason a centibite? Let's just say it was possible. He can't. It's not possible. What are wait? What if Pinhead's Jason's already a centibite? Aren't Pinhead's motivations to to give a creature pleasure beyond the wildest dreams or whatever through pain? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that yeah. the whole point? So if Jason can't really feel anything, wouldn't that defeat the purpose? Well, that we're not going motivation? off of who's who's enjoying this more. We're going off of who's winning in a fight. No, <laughs> but it doesn't that kind of go into the fight? No, wouldn't he not fight as hard if it didn't mean anything? No, because he's he's he's. Killed people not right. for pleasure. So, so let What's me ask Pinhead's motivation. If, if Pinhead continually sends Jason to hell over and over again. Are you saying that Jason wins that fight? No. No, exactly. I'm saying it's a stalemate. If he's sending him to hell, that's already a victory. He's not winning. How? Jason... There's always going to be a round two and three. This, this isn't a round fight. This is a fight. This is scheduled this is for franchise scheduled for one fall, Evan. One fall. Once this is life- a movie franchise waiting to happen. Chris is right. Friday the Hellraiser, or Hellraiser the 13th. Or 13 Hellraisers. 13 Hellraisers. All right, we should probably pick a winner, it, though. It's booked for <laughs> once in a lifetime. There's one round. Jason gets sent to hell. All right, we should, we, let's go down the line and say what our choices are. Do you think, are we all ready for that? I'm ready. Yes. Okay, Sean, you go first. <laughs> Chris, you're not voting. Uh, <laughs> pinhead. Evan. Pinhead. Uh, Mike. Jason. Dan. Pinhead. And I am going for Pinhead. I was going to vote for Darth Vader. (laughs) (laughs) Not Spock? You know, I thought Spock at first, but then I realized that Darth Vader has the Force, and also his Death Star could blow up the planet, which is where hell is located. (laughs) (laughs) Good logic, Chris. Get in the center of the earth. So, all right. Unfortunately, Pinhead wins. Pinhead is our winner. So, and you know what? That really came down to a really good matchup too. It's like that was very well executed, guys. By the way, I had predicted Dracula versus Jason Voorhees from day one, and I was fucking close. Yeah, (laughs) I was close. All right. Well, we should put a ball on the end of this episode, though. Uh, okay. Thank you so much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. I am Jason Green, and you can follow me on Twitter at jgreen89, J-A-Y, green like the color, 
89, like the birth year. Um, if you want to be on this show or if anybody wants to collaborate with us in any way, you can tweet at us at blah, blah, P-O-D-1 or email me at jgreen89 at gmail. Just shoot us a quick message in either form and uh, we can uh, work something together and, you know, podcast. It'd be fun. Um, and also follow us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, blah, blah, podcast. Keep up to date with all of our episodes there. Sports episodes, monster episodes, regular episodes. So many episodes. <sighs> Sean. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the underscore Brack Show. And also, a uh, special announcement. I know it's a little early to make this announcement, but uh, due to the success... You're pregnant. Well, yes, I know. Uh, Jason, you're the father. Um, <laughs> oh, my God! Uh, due to the success of this monster uh, madness bracket, um, we're actually going to be bringing those back uh, next year uh, during the, the March uh, tournament. Um, Don't die till then, anybody. Yeah, exactly. Everyone stay my best. safe. Um, however, next, uh, year, uh, I can officially announce we are going to be keeping within the monster territory and this time it's going to be, uh, movie monsters. And what I mean by movie monsters are such people as Godzilla, King Yay! Kong, um, <laughs> Uh, King Ghidorah yeah, well, wins already. I can tell you. Yeah, already. how many, how many, how many Toho Kaiju are we? Gonna I think have? I think we're gonna have the same <laughs> rules. Uh, also, one from each uh, franchise, one character. What are you saying? No, is that, is that count this? like Toho, or does that mean like Godzilla from Godzilla? Because Mothra's got his own movies, like shit, like that. Like I don't well, that's something we'll worry about in. Uh, well, we have a year to figure months. it out. Yes. I thought we were doing sci-fi though. Well, sci-fi that's, is part of it too. That is sci-fi. Chris, so we could do we could do Star Vader. Hello? I mean, Alien and Predator should be on this list. Too. Alien anyway, Predator we'll will be on there. Yep. Okay, Evan, plug yourself. Uh, I All I want to say is that I hope that when we kind of like stumble over the finish line of the last round, Sean's going to put in like a like a horn or like a big yeah, explosion. Like, some it, music. Was very, very, just it was like, it. we've been doing this for okay, like a month and, and we're all like, Oh, pinhead one. Okay. So let's put a ball on this. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I would hope that we can maybe uh, fabricate some fanfare. Maybe put some sound effects. Or just right use use some of the score from Hellraiser. Yeah. Maybe, maybe as I'm talking right now, like put some uh, puppy sounds, put uh, some fart uh, noises right here, right here. Put an explosion. And then, uh, and then confetti and a bunch of people cheering. Like, make sure that happens, and then that's hell yeah. Uh, Mike, advertise yes. yourself. Plug yourself, Mike. Ah, uh, oh. damn you. <laughs> uh, Mike. Would you like to plug Mike? Dowling on Twitter. Uh, MF Dowling on Instagram. Uh, stuff things. See you next time. Mike, put your dick in a hot dog bun, please. And Dan, uh, anything is, is, you would that, like that's to... That's my nickname for your sister. <laughs> I'm kicking you out of this chat. <laughs> almost almost made it through one without that. Anything you'd like to say, Dan? Uh, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at F-A-T-A-666. Might be an X in the middle of there, but honestly, I don't use it enough, so go have fun finding that. <laughs> It's Scavenger some combination of those letters and numbers. Just put yeah. that in a couple times. <laughs> it's and, an anagram. And Chris, anything you'd like to say or do? Any yeah. tips of the week? Today is a monumental day because today actually starts my year-long campaign. Hashtag give Spock a chance for <laughs> next year's Monster Madness tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Was Spock ever the villain in one of the movies? 
No, Does but he wasn't one of the episodes. A villain? Well, unfortunately, Chris yeah. TV doesn't count. So well, he says Hannibal. He was in the new franchise where he beat up a guy. He wasn't a villain, though. He beat up Khan. Khan was a good guy. Oh, my, my God. You don't watch these movies Me and John Harrison? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah Chris, totally not any, Khan. Before we close out, Chris, do you have any tips of the week? Yeah, my tip of the week is if your friends invite you to do a podcast about monsters and they take away your vote, filibuster the whole thing <laughs> with comments about Spock. <laughs> Chris, next year is going to be kaiju films. You have to be in that one. Yeah, if I get a vote. <laughs> You'll get a vote. Can we promise Chris will get a vote next year? He'll get a, yeah, no. he can get a vote, some land, and maybe a donkey. Oh, my yep. God. It's just like Thomas vote for Spock promise. as a kaiju. Happy at land. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Subscribe to us on iTunes and good night.